Unfortunately, many people, when we talk about these subjects, they think that this is something so far. You see, 14 centuries ago, the Sahaba radiallahu anhu thought that he is there, he is out there, even though the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa was there. You know, one of our greatest scholars of this time, he was asked about al-Mahdi and he said that if you live long enough, you may see the name. Which means, if you live long enough, will we see that again? Are you ready for this thing? And, if we don't see him, our children may see him. This is why it is imperative. It is so important that we pass on to them this knowledge and warn them against the flat. How many times you heard the khutbah, the imams of the masajid, warning the people against the signal of the jihad? How close are we from the jihad? In the Sahaba during the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam thought that he is there after 14 centuries and after all the signs, the minor signs has, has appeared we are ready for the major ones. Aren't we very, very close? Shouldn't we be ready and prepared for such a great fitna we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the fitna of Sajjah. Let us continue the hadith that we are here. But before that, a person may ask, how could a person who is illiterate read that this is Kafir? And simply Rasulullah said that if he is a believer, he would read it. Because the believer believes in the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As a result, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is creating for him that realization and that recognition of the word kafir that is written on the forehead of the Dajjal. The hadith goes on describing the fitna of the Dajjal. Why he is a big fitna? وَإِنَّ مِنْ فِتْنَتِهِ أَنَّ مَعَهُ جَنَّةً وَنَارًا فَنَارُهُ جَنَّةً وَجَنَّتُهُ نَارٌ فَمَنْ تُلِيَ بِنَارِهِ فَلْيَسْتَرِثْ بِاللَّهِ وَلْيَقْرَأْ فَوَاتِحَ الْكَافِرِ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Part of his fitna is that he has with him the image of the hellfire and the image of paradise But in reality his paradise is hell and his hell is paradise now, if you don't have this knowledge, you may be deceived by his hell and his paradise. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, whoever is subjected to his sickness, let him seek refuge in Allah and let him read the beginning of Surah Al-Kahf. Now, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is giving us those means that we have mentioned. Seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be a believer in order to recognize. You see, these uh, words and letters that are written on his forehead and read the Sawadih of Surah Al-Kahf 
and also Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying أتشهد أني ربك فيقول نعم فيتمثل له شيطانان في صورة أبيه وأمه فيقولان يا بني يستبقه فإنه ربك That part of his fitna is that he will come to the Arab the person and he will ask him what if I resurrect for you your father and mother would you believe that I am your Lord and that person will say yes and two shaitan, two devils will form themselves in the form of his father and mother and will tell that person or son he is your lord so follow him this is a fitna when a person sees his father and mother telling him but if he knows the signs of the Dajjal and sees that this the matter of the judge is so obvious for these believers because he knows that Allah is the creator of beauty and he is the source of beauty and he is the possessor of all the qualities of perfection so he cannot be blind in one eye and he cannot have that description and this, in this there is an evidence that the devils are going to be cooperating with the uh, with the child. فيقول ربي الله وأنت عدو الله أنت الدجال والله ما كنت قط أشد أشد بصيرة بك مني اليوم. part of his fitness is that Allah will allow him to kill and resurrect one person. He will kill him and as a matter of fact he will throw him two parts. And he will walk between these two halves of that person. Then he will resurrect him. Before that, he will tell his people, "See this servant of mine. I am killing him, and I'm going to resurrect him." Yet he is claiming that he has God beside him. And when he will resurrect that person, he will tell him, "Who is your Lord?" The Jan will tell that person, "Who is your Lord?" And you will say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are the Dajjal about which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has told us and I have more certainty now that you are Dajjal than before, than ever before. And this person as in other hadith will be the person who is, will have the title أَعْظَمُ النَّاسِ شِهَادَةً عِنْدَ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ The person who will have the greatest or the person of the greatest testimony in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he will tell people that this is the Dajjal in front of the Dajjal facing the Dajjal وَإِنَّ مِنْ سَتْنَتِهِ أَنْ يَأْمُرَ السَّمَاءَ أَنْ تُنْفِرَ فَتُنْفِرْ وَيَأْمُرَ الْأَرْضَ أَنْ تُنْبِتَ فَتُنْبِرْ that part of his sitna that he will command the sky to rain and it rains 
and command the earth to grow vegetation and it does. This is a great statement. وَإِنَّ مِنْ فِتْنَتِهِ أَنْ يَمُرَّ بِالْحَجِّ فَيُكَذِّبُونَ فَلَا يُبْكِي لَهُمْ سَائِنَةً إِلَّا هَلَسًا That part of fitna also, that he passes by certain people, per certain uh, tribe, and he calls them to believe in him. But they refuse. As a result, he will destroy all their cattle and everything. Their land becomes very dry. وَإِنَّ مِنْ فِتْنَتِهِ أَنْ يَمُرَّ بِالْحَيِّ فَيُصَدِّقُونَهُ فَيَأْمُرُ السَّمَاءَ أَنْ تُمْطِرَ فَتُمْطِرَ وَيَأْمُرُ الْأَرْضَ أَنْ تُمْبِتَ فَتُمْبِتَ Part of this fitna, on the other hand, that he passes by some people, some tribes, and he will call them to believe in him, and they believe in him, as a result he will command these kind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him this, supernatural part as a fitna for people. To see, do they people really know Allah or not? They pray for Him, they start for Him, they do different acts of worship with Him. Do they know Him? And this is what is very important. And this is the most important obligation. And this is the most noble part of the Hidayah which we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every rak'ah to grant us that hidayah to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to know him as he described him himself in his book and as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa described him in his sunnah to know him by his names and attributes to know what is Allah al-Malik al-Quddus al-Salam al-Mu'min al-Muhaymin al-Aziz al-Jabbar al-Mutakabbir الخالق البارئ المصور to know this means to understand the meaning of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the most important thing so they believe in him he command the sky to rain and it rains and command the earth to grow vegetation and it does and their cattle, their animals become very, very fat. Their, the others of the, of, of the cows become so filled with milk and they bec- become in a very luxurious uh, status because they believe in the Dajjal as a fitna. And the fitna even is greater than this. Why? Because you have to understand the circumstances and the condition of the people during the time when the child comes and offers his Jannah and offers all these things that we are talking about. He comes with mountain of, of bread and abundance of water, but in what and under what circumstances Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us at the end of the hadith which I'm going to mention right now because this is the proper time for it وَإِنَّ قَبْلَ خُرُوجِ الدَّجَّالِ ثَلَاثَ سَنَوَاتٍ شِدَالِ Before the appearance of Dajjal there are three years of famine يُصِيبُ النَّاسَ فِيهَا جُوعًا شَدِيدٍ 
يأمر الله السماء السنة الأولى أن تحدث ثلث مطرها ويأمر الأرض أن تحدث ثلث نباتها. In the first year of these three years, Allah will command the sky to abstain from giving one third of its rain. And He will command the earth to abstain from uh, growing one third of its vegetation. ثم يأمر السماء في السنة الثانية فتحدث فتحدث ثلثي مطرها ويأمر الأرض فتحدث ثلثي نباتها. In the second year Allah command the earth to abstain or to hold two thirds of its rain. And He command the earth to hold with hold two thirds of its vegetation. And on the third year Allah will command the sky to hold all its rain. And the earth to hold all the vegetation. So the time is very, very difficult. Time, very, time of hunger, time of thirst, time of famine. At that time, the Dajjal come with abundance of water, abundance of food, abundance of sustenance to people. And the fitness, so that people who are driven by their bellies. We ask, we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from this. People who are not ready to sacrifice, people who do not persevere, people who are used to luxurious life, how could they sacrifice at that time? This is why it is so of a great fitna, and in some narration, in, in the narration of the hadith that is in Sahih Muslim, فَيَمُدُّ بِالْخَلِبَةِ فَيَقُولُ لَهَا أَخْرِجِ كُنُوزَكِ فتتبعه كنوزها كعاتب النحل. That he passed by a ruined land. And the grass passes by a ruined land. A land that is barren. And he commands its treasure to come out. And the treasures of that land will follow him like swords or bees. This is a fitness. Especially for the people who are ignorant about Allah and His Messenger and ignorant about the teaching of Rasulullah regarding the Islam and people who are immersed in the temptations of the life of this world. وَإِنَّهُ لَا يَبْقَى شَيْءٌ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا وَطِئَهُ وَبَهَرَ عَلَيْهِ إِلَّا مَكَّةُ وَالْمَدِينَ there would be no place on the surface of the earth but the Jal will cover and be there except two places Mecca and Al-Nabina this is another piece of explanation or means of protection that if you need to be protected try yourself to go to Mecca or Medina because this is a place where the Jal can never enter there are angels that are protecting these places, Mecca and Medina, and he will be very sad. And Rasulullah described in the hadith of Sahih Muslim, that like the, uh, the, the wind driven cloud, he will be so fast, as fast in his travel, and he only stays in. On earth for 40 days. 
But one of these days will stretch for like one year. And the other is like one month and the other is like one week. And the rest of his days are like our days. But in these 40 days, he will spread corruption all over the earth. إلا مكة والمدينة لا يأتيهما من نقض من أنقاضهما إلا لقيته الملائكة بالسيوف صوتة حتى ينزلوا عند الضريب الأحمر عند منقطع السبخة فترجف المدينة بأهلها ثلاثة نصفا فلا يبقى فيها منافق ولا منافقة إلا خرج إليه فتنفي الخبيث منها كما ينفي الكير خبث الحديث ويدعى ذلك اليوم يوم الخلاص قيل فأين العرب يومئذ قال هم يومئذ خليل. The angels will prevent him from entering Mecca and Medina and he will try from every mountain path to come to Medina but he will be prevented from this and he will come somewhere close to Medina. At that time Allah will command the Medina to tremble three times. Tremble, shake three times, and all the munazakim will be thrown away and ejected from the Medina. All munazakim, hypocrites. This is another hint that Rasulullah is giving us. That the person who is protected from the from the is a person who does not have any heart. He has subjected himself to the process of self-purification. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove from our heart every atom of nifaq. So, the Medina will purify itself by throwing these munafiqin out of it and this day will be called uh, the day of halal, the day of salvation. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked at that point, where is the Arab at that time? And he would say, Arab at that time will be few, very few in number. And he says also, وَإِمَامُهُمْ رَجُلٌ صَالِحًا فَبَيْنَمَا إِمَامُهُمْ قَدْ تَقَدَّمْ He mentioned the, the, the uh, Al-Mahdi, who would be the Imam of Muslims at that time. And he mentions who is going to uh, kill the Dajjal. It is Isa, alayhi salatu wa salam, Isa, son of Mary. And the Dajjal will be followed by who? By the Jews. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us that 70,000 of the uh, Jews from Aswahan uh, are going to follow the Dajjal. But at the moment, the Dajjal sees Isa ibn Maryam sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he starts dissolving as the soul dissolves in water. And he runs away. And Isa ibn Maryam follow him till he reached to uh, Bab Luddin Shirqi, that is in Palestine, and he kills him, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala defeats him. And the Jews, فَلَا يَبْقَى شَيْءٌ مِمَّا خَلَقَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ يَتَوَاقَ بِهِ يَهُودِيٌّ إِلَّا أَنْتَقَى اللَّهُ ذَلِكَ الشَّيْءٌ لَا حَجَرٌ ولا شجر ولا حائط ولا دابة إلا الغرقدة فإنها من شجرهم لا تنطق إلا قال يا عبد الله المسلم هذا يهودي فتعال اقتله. الله سبحانه وتعالى will deceive him and the Jews and everything at that time be it 
a stone or a tree or a wall or a beast that the Jews hide behind them talks and speaks the stone will speak and you see that this time is different there are, uh, it is a time of supernatural phenomena at that time and this is why it is very special time a time of Satan and they speak saints all Muslims all servants of Allah behind me there is a Jew to come and kill us so and this shows that the Hajar and the Shajar the stone and the tree when they say they say Ya Abdullah Ya Abdullah all servants of Allah all servants of Allah and this shows you the way for us to be honorable in this life to be servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now it's very important to uh, mention something uh, because we mentioned that uh, the people before the Bajjal and especially at the third year they don't have any vegetation, any drink, anything to eat or anything to drink this is Rasulullah and the people asked him فَمَا يُعِيشُ النَّاسَ فِي ذَاتَ الزَّمَانِ قَالَ التَّهْمِيهُ وَالتَّكْبِيرُ وَالتَّهْمِيهُ وَيَجْزِئُ ذَلِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ مَجْزَأَةَ الطَّعَامِ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The people asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam How can people survive? They don't have anything to eat They don't have anything to drink And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said لِتَهْمِيهُ سَيْزَا إِلَهَا إِلَّا اللَّهُ تَكْبِيرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ تَحْمِيهُ what makes him survive and this is this shows the merit of the tahrir and takbir and azkar azkar here has become like your real physical food this is the hadith or most of the hadith I did not finish the hadith which is recorded by Al Imam Ibn Majah and Ibn Khuzayma and Al Hakim and Abdiya from the narration of Abi Umamata radiyallahu anhu the very very important question and this is the most important part of the lecture this is the most important part of the lecture so please listen carefully we have to think about those people who follow this Bajjan so that we be careful and not be amongst them if you think about those people who follow the Bajjal, you find that they are of two categories. Two categories. The first group are Ahl Shubuhat. And the second group are Ahl Shahawat. The first group are Ahl Shubuhat, the people of doubt. Doubt in the matter of religion. And these people, the people of Ashubuhad, can be categorized in three different groups. The first group are those who do not know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who are ignorant about the needs and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you see how these people can be easily deceived by this person. So, 
It is very important for us to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as has mentioned in me when I was commenting on the hadith. And the second people, our second group from the people of Ashubuhat are those people who are obsessed by supernatural phenomena. And any person who comes to them and shows them some, some tricks or makes some fireworks, they follow him, saying, MashaAllah, this is worry. MashaAllah, this is big, fire spirit. MashaAllah, this is Imam. Yes, he shows them some things that is supernatural. Maybe supernatural. Maybe they are tricks. The true follower of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would not be deceived by these people. Because there is Qaeda Sunniya. There is very, very important truth that we have to know. That if we see the person walking on the surface of the world, or even smiling without Erisman, we should not really judge him till we weigh him against the book of Allah and the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa This is very precious rule and golden rule that is passed on to us by our Imam. This is the thing of Imam Shafi, rahimahullah. That don't be deceived by people who show you something that's supernatural. Till you see their condition, what are they calling people to? If they are calling people to deviation, if they are calling people to innovation, if they are taking people away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not be deceived by them and do not follow them, even if you see these supernatural things that are done by, uh, uh, by them. This is very important. Those people, whoever they sit on the earth, this is worry, okay? They are very subjective to the fitna of this guy and may be deviated by this technology. Now the third group of the people of Shubuhat, people of doubt, are those who call themselves falsely Qur'an Jun, Ahlul Qur'an. I say falsely because whoever rejects the Sunnah of Prophet rejects the Qur'an. They can say, oh show us anything about the Dajjal in the book of Allah. These are some of the people, or a group of people who will be affected by the Dajjal. It is a fitna for them. It is part of the fitna of the Dajjal that, is, that he is not mentioned in the Quran. And he is only mentioned in the Sunnah of Rasulullah Some scholars say that he is mentioned under the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they said that some of the signs of all include a but still the question is there why they are not mentioned in the Quran because brothers the Sunnah have the same way from the Quran and it is part of the fitna of the Dajjal that is not mentioned in the Qur'an. 
so that people of the Sunnah be distinguished from the other people, people who follow innovation and separate and differentiate between the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of Rasulullah between Allah and His Messenger. Now, these are the people of, who, who follow the Bajan. This is the group of Ashuha. Now, the second category, the people of lust, the people of shahawat, temptation, those who are immersed and overpowered by the temptations of the life of this world, accepted this world, preserved this world over the hereafter. They eat, drink, their bellies drive them. Two things drive them. Their bellies and their private parts. These people, when they see the Dajjal at the time of famine, how could they sacrifice the food and the drink? They would rather eat and drink at the expense of their being. This is why it's very important for us to understand what is Mujahid, what is sacrifice. And this shows how important it is. A Muslim sometimes is put in a situation where he should offer the ultimate sacrifice. That is sacrificing himself for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are we ready for this? Are we ready to give up our food, our drink, and not sell our being? Are we ready to do that? We have to prepare ourselves and we have to understand what is sabr. Sabr, when you face that which you hate. Sabr does not exist when there is favorable condition. People like sabr as long as they are living in the time of peace. But as a matter of fact, nobody can understand or try to suffer without the hardship, without difficulty. And this is the second people of the class. Now, how can we be protected from the fitna of the Dajjal? Rasulullah has given us some things to protect us from the fitna of the Dajjal. You know what is the first and the most important thing I have mentioned many times in my lecture. What is it? The first and the most important weapon to fight the Dajjal. What is it? Know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Know Allah. How could you worship someone whom you don't know? Know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How could you live and die without knowing Allah? Know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Knowing Allah is your product in the life before the year after. And this is one of, or the first and the most important word by which you can fight the Dajjal. This is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَا يَقْرَأُهَا إِلَّا مُؤْمِنِ Only the believers will be able to read this letter, Kafara, that he is Kafir, that he is this believer. Now, this is the first and the most important uh, 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 means of protection. 
What about the second one? What about the second one? We have mentioned this throughout our uh, yani, narration of the Hadith. What about the second one? Rasulullah sallallahu said, whoever is subjected to the fitna of Tajjal, let him read the beginning or in some other narration, the end of Surah Al-Kahf. And we have to memorize it. Rasulullah sallallahu said in the hadith which is uh, uh, recorded by Imam Muslim, and from the narration of Abu Darda radiallahu anhu man hafiza ashra ayati min awwal surat al-kahfi rusima min fitnat al-dajjal whoever memorizes the first ten ayat of surat al-kahf he will be protected from the tribulation of the dajjal so it is very important for us to memorize the beginning and the end and the whole of surat al-kahf because Surah Al-Kahf has a special merit. Whoever reads Surah Al-Kahf every Friday, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him a light till the day of judgment. So it is very important to uh, uh, learn and memorize this surah and teach our children this surah and make it uh, among the uh, surahs that they need to learn first. Make them learn and practice. Teach them, make them memorize Surah Al-Kahf and say it every time. Uh, and if you ponder over, you see Surah Al-Kahf, you find that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala uh, uh, has mentioned the perfection of His book. Because yesterday somebody asked, "What is in Surah Al-Kahf?" And this is the answer: Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has mentioned, mentioned in Surah Al-Kahf the perfection of His book. Ma'ilajah. Uh, and it is because it is the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who possesses all the qualities of perfection. So you should not be deceived by the the child who is a human, weak human who is defective. You see, everything in him shows that he is defective. Also, it mentions, it made mention for the eternal uh, pleasure the eternal joy that is the joy of the hereafter. So the person who sees whatever the child is offering, it is he is not offering he is offering something that is that uh, must come to an end. It's going to finish. And also it mentions something about the deceptive uh, uh, things in this life. So the person should not be deceived by Whatever see, he sees from the glamour and the glitter of this, the light of this world. And also, it, it mentions several things that shows the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the absolute control over the affairs of the world. It mentions the story of uh, the people of the cave, the story of Musa and Al-Khabar, the story of Dil Qarnayn, and also there are some evidences in that surah for the resurrection and also there is a mention for the blowing in the trumpet which is, which is uh, the sign of the end of the last of this world. 
So these are some of the subjects that are mentioned in Surah Al-Kahf, and it is enough for us to know that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Man hafiz ashra ayatin min Surah Al-Kahf." Whoever memorizes the same ayat from Surah Al-Kahf will be protected from the fitna of the Dajjal. The third point, which is very, very important, to run away from him. Don't be overconfident. Don't think that you have the perfect iman, because some people really, when they grade themselves, you see, in the scale of iman, they, they are overconfident and they yani, overpraise themselves. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ سَنِعَ بِالْدَجَّانِ فَلْيَنْأَ عَنْهُ فَوَاللَّهِ إِنَّ الرَّجُلَ لَيَأْتِيهُ وَهُوَ يَحْسَدُ أَنَّهُ مُؤْمِنْ فَيَتَّبِعُهُ مِمَّا بِهِ مِنَ الشُّوهَا That whoever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, and this hadith is recorded by Imam Ahmad and Abu Dawood and Al-Hakim, he said, whoever hears of the Dajjal, let him run away from him, let him flee from him. By Allah, the person will come to him thinking that he is a believer, but he would follow him because of what he has of doubt, what he is placed in still and cast in the heart of the believer of doubt. The uh, uh, fourth uh, uh, point or uh, uh, means of protection is to live in Mecca and Medina, inshaAllah. So you need to apply for visa, inshaAllah. Here we have Sheikh Walid, you can So the best place really you can live in is Mecca and Medina during this time. And people think that this is easy. But we don't know. No, I'm not talking about political issue, no, about religion. I'm talking about, you see, people when they live, they like to live in a place like uh, uh, San Diego, LA, where you have the beauty of the sea and the beauty of the mountains, the trees, the different things. You don't know what, you see, maybe the condition of Medina at that time. There may be our, as you know, the red famine. And you don't know what, what else is there. It may be very difficult, this big fit and something that requires a lot of iman to live there at that time. But this is one of the ways, this is one of the means to uh, protect ourselves from uh, the jazz and you know that the angels will be protecting the, the jazz. And now let's assume that the person suddenly finds himself before the jazz and before the jazz and his mouth. What should you do? He is giving you the, 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 the command to go uh, to his uh, uh, Jannah, to believe in him and go to his or otherwise go to his fire. Uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, يَخْرُجُ الدَّجَّالِ وَمَعَهُ نَهْرٌ وَنَارٌ فَمَنْ دَخَلَ نَهْرُهُ نَهْرَهُ وَجَبَ وِذْرُهُ وَحُطَّ أَجْرُهُ وَمَنْ دَخَلَ نَارَهُ وَجَبَ أَجْرُهُ وَحُطَّ وِذْرُهُ that yani, he has water, river of water, and he has fire. Whoever enters his fire sins and will enter the real hellfire in the hereafter. And whoever uh, enters, okay, whoever enters his uh, uh, river. 
Okay, or take from his resin, he will cause the hell fire. And wherever uh, go to his his nar, he will be in judgment, inshallah. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, when you see his fire, don't worry, just go to his fire and you'll see that it is the sweetest type of water. Yes, but people think that this is the fire that is with him. And there is one more thing which is very, very important, and that is to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the fitna of the Dajjal in every prayer. You know that it is wajib that in every prayer that we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the fitna of the Dajjal. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that إذا فرغ أحدكم من التشهد الأخير فليستعذ بالله من أرضه يقول اللهم إني أعوذ بك من عذاب جهنم ومن عذاب القبر ومن فتنة المحيا والممات ومن شر فتنة المسيح الدجال. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said when one of you finishes from the تشهد the last تشهد that is in the last تشهد let him seek refuge in Allah سبحانه وتعالى from four things. Let him say, O oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from the uh, punishment of the hellfire and from the punishment of the grave and from the tribulations and trials of the life and the death and from the evil tribulation of Al-Nasih In every it is an obligation. Ta'ud, rahimahullah, who is one of the Tari'in, used to require his son to redo his prayer if he forgot to this uh, this supplication. But it is not required, but it is wise that you say this, so you need to learn this dua and say it in every prayer. It is mentioned in the book, the description of the prayer of the Prophet by Sheikh Nasir Sahim al-Albani. So these are some of the means that help the person uh, to protect himself from uh, the fitna of the Dajjal. We go again to the first point that is knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this person, as I said, even though he is claiming that he is God, everything in him screams loudly that I'm weak human being. Like, you see, this defect in his eye. If he is God, why doesn't he repair himself? If he is God, why he doesn't remove those letters that shows that he is a Catholic. So, knowing Allah, the whole thing we understand from the Jihad that we have to know Allah. We have to know whom we are worshipping. Uh, I uh, conclude by this.
about this, uh, I am not aware of an authentic hadith. I don't know whether it is authentic or not. This is, I have this, but it's not authentic. No. It's not authentic. But we should not worry about how he does it. He does it. And that's it. But uh, it is not authentic. Okay, come on. The question is, uh, why should it be metaphorical? The question is, why should it be metaphorical? Is it impossible? Or is it possible? If it is possible, we don't need We take by the literal wording of the hadith of Rasulullah And this is the methodology of our scholars that we take by the literal wording of the hadith, the meaning that is obvious from the hadith, except if it is impossible. But it is not impossible. It is possible. And he is a sitting. And the same thing could be said about cancer. Is it, is it actual letter? Okay. And the same thing, if you open this door, is he actual or is he metaphorical? Is the Dajjal actual, real, or is it metaphorical? So this door will never be closed. And there's something that Rasulullah, every prophet, every prophet, every prophet has wanted for people again to be some people say that the Jan is America and the Western uh, uh, countries. Maybe this is another Jan, but not the Jan of Next question What is the exact meaning of uh, the word Rizal in English? And Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he is a great one. The great one. Next question is, Makkah and Medina, is it the whole city in England and the way to say Is it the whole city or the whole mosque? It is the whole city of Mecca and the whole city of Medina. Why Allah when he is so much powerful this God, we know he can stop him from all evils and he will be doing from all evils he will be doing on the earth. He also could stop the shaitan from whispering to the people. Right? This is the fitness, this is the point. He wants easy life, a life where we are born as some brother said, adults. Okay, and so it's either to follow Prophet Muhammad or not, 
and can't all be clear evidences and that's it, without Shaitan, without Masjid. This is a fitness, this is a trial. And the believer will not be affected by this trial, inshallah. The true believer, the ones who know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, are not affected by this trial. Next question is, where does the girl get the food and water after the three years child? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by the way, this is something that I should have said or I thought that it is implicit. That when the Dajjal resurrect a dead person and this he Allah allows him to do it once, he does it by the permission of Allah. Allah is the one who gives him this power. When he has the hell and the image of the hell or the image of the uh, uh, Allah gives him this. Allah gives him this. So everything that the Dajjal does, Allah gives him the power to do it as a fitness, and as, as a trial. He, he himself does not forbid the power to benefit his own self, let alone benefit other people. He could have uh, corrected his eyesight. He could have removed that letters, or he can make himself little more acceptable and presentable. And he is very ugly, very satanic, with one green eye, and uh, that is uh, coming out of his explained uh, uh, and one level's eye, short, very, very, very curly hair, and he could have helped himself. <coughs> this is what she called Says, can we say the dua for seeking refuge in Allah from the fourth tribulation in English? Insha'Allah, you need to learn this. Insha'Allah, we'll see some uh, brother who speaks Arabic, let him and take 10 minutes of his time, 10 minutes only, and try to practice it. Okay? And learn it Arabic and say it in Arabic. Uh, the um, what is the origin of uh, calling him a Nasihidisha? There is a lot of things that the scholars have mentioned about the uh, where it is, but I did not pay much attention to this because it really does not concern us. And the scholars of Hadith said wherever it's mentioned, and Nasih. It is a truth. It is uh, an incorrect or a mistake that is done by the writers of the Hadith. Is it true that Ben uh, Tamim will be hardest on the girls? If so, what do we find about Ben Tamim that makes one stronger? Yes, there is an authentic hadith about Bani Tamim that uh, they will be the hardest on this jazz. And this is why uh, some of the Sahaba uh, loved them more than the other people. This is a, yani it is another for these people, of course, not because of yani, their physical attitudes, rather for whatever people has put in their hearts of Inna.
Indeed, I'm fine for you. If we read the first ten verses of Surah Surah Al, maybe for the protection of the devil, is it okay, or we must need to memorize ten verses? Uh, the Prophet said, whoever memorizes, whoever shall memorize it and understand its meaning. And call the over the city, those I am. The Jews, is it true? The Jews are going to follow the Islam. And by the way, we did not mention this, that the child is a human being, you know that. I didn't mention this, but this is something that he is a human being. And uh, Jews are going to follow the child. I don't know that he is from Jews. I don't ask my husband and now he will be. Sheikh Ali is saying that he is not from the people of the book. Is it true that the Jalu caused earthquake in Mecca and Medina so that all the weak Iman people come out from Mecca and Medina and put into the style of the It is not the Dajjal who does this. It is that the Dajjal who tries to enter, tries his best to enter to Mecca and Medina. But he is prevented and he has to camp outside of Medina. And at this point, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cause Medina to tremble three times, or to shake three times, and all the hypocrites will be thrown away and evicted from uh, and Medina. Okay? Uh, is the story of, uh, they have two questions. The first one is, is the story of Dukha name the first kind of the day of Okay, there are minor signs and there are major signs and uh, uh, Brother Abdullah has addressed the minor signs and uh, regarding the major signs and most of the scholars who classify the major signs they mention the ten uh, uh, I have the signs that I mentioned yesterday and they said that regarding the sequence they are not necessarily mentioned by Rasulullah in their sequence because there are different generations where Rasulullah has altered the, the, the order. But we know, for example, that Mahdi comes first, then Dajjal, uh, then Aisha bin Maryam will be sent. We know this. And we know that there are two, uh, comes after them, two uh, signs that are twin signs. I call them twin signs because the Prophet said that these signs, two signs, whenever one of them appears, the second will be, one will be immediately after that. And that is the um, uh, rise of the sun from the west and the darda, the beast according to my translation. Is the girl already alive or is he still to be born? I heard that he's on an island somewhere within to be Yes, he is alive. And there is an evidence, an authentic evidence for this in Sahih Muslim. And uh, it is a group of uh, companions who uh, 
have uh, gotten lost in the sea and uh, they, uh, they found themselves at the, uh, an island and they saw the Jamjah and they asked him some questions so he is there but he is chained and he will uh, uh, appear to people when the time appointed for him reach so yes there is an evidence that he is there how and where Allah knows and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the power of Allah